Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hello, hello, and welcome back to a new episode. It's interesting. Over the last couple of weeks, I've obviously um, spent some time on a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. It was interesting to listen back to them because they are topics I feel very passionately about. I think childhood trauma is going to be one of the things that if people expect to get well in their adult life, they're going to have to dive into what's gone on prior to their adult life. And I plan on making a living around bringing awareness to that topic. But today, it's not about people who are suffering. It's about people who want to be well. And there's one tool or one thing that needs to be true in your story, at least from my point of view, if you expect to walk towards healing in a systematic and in a longitudinal way. So if you decide at some point that walking towards healing and health is part of your mission, one thing is necessary, and that thing is accountability. It is a pivotal part of healing, and it is a pivotal part of health. And so there's some questions to ask yourself. And if if you truthfully want to start walking towards change and towards health, you've got to ask yourself, what's going on behind closed doors? What do I do in public, and how is that different from what I do in private? Because if you expect to be well, I want to know what's going on behind closed doors, and I want to know about your feelings about your behaviors going on behind closed doors. So are there things like guilt? Are there things like shame? Are there things where you get really, really upset with yourself? If that's true and you expect to walk towards wellness, we've got to look those types of behaviors in the face, understand them, understand what the need is for them, and then try to destigmatize and take away the guilt and shame around them. And then we need a large dose of accountability. So we put distance between ourselves and the things that we don't want to be true about our life. And it's not not just about what do I want to be true today? What do I want to be true six weeks from now? I'm talking about what do you want to be true three months and six months and five years and 10 years and 20 years. Those start today. You look down the road and you decide who is the person I want to be. And you start walking towards that today because it is a long process. It is an arduous process. It is filled with life along the way, which means best of intentions don't always get followed through on in seasons of busyness or seasons of hecticness or seasons of crisis. And so when When you're in seasons of opportunity, when you have extra energy expenditure to give, and I know some of you are thinking like, Steph, I don't have extra energy expenditure to give. Okay, well, the best lies we have are the ones we tell ourselves. And I am saying that with a grin and a wink, but it is true. That's why accountability matters so much because we believe our own stories. We believe our own victimhood. We believe our own excuses. And so what's helpful is to get another set of eyes on our life that says, hey, Steph, that story, that belief system you're running with, that being a victim, that excuse, you can commit to those or you can commit to change, but you can't commit to both. One of the things about mental health that gets so frustrating, being in the field and and really wanting people to have access to services, one of the things that can stymie access to services is that it can be very cost prohibitive. There's many people who don't have access to quality resources because of the cost attached. However, the cost attached is why it's such an effective intervention because paying matters and prioritizing matters. And so 
we have to navigate the tension of it is unavailable to some people and that does need to be mitigated to an extent. But we also have to get serious that if someone wants change, they're going to reprioritize where their money goes, where their time goes, and they're going to put resources towards what they want to be true about their life. And so to give no cost services to people, it's not going to be a catalyst for change in most cases because it doesn't demand sacrifice. And if we want growth and healing and health to be part of our story, it's going to demand sacrifice from us. One of the things people pay me for is to help them keep a macro perspective on their life. I pay others to help give me a macro perspective on my life. So I'm in charge of kind of the micro situations. I'm in charge of day-to-day the inputs that I'm giving. But when I'm in the thick of it, I'm going to lose perspective. And someone's going to have to say, Steph, this is where growth is happening. Steph, this is where you're stagnant in your growth. Steph, this is what you need to do if you expect things to turn out differently. I can't see the big picture. And that is true in most of our stories. So another set of eyes is really helpful, but we have to prioritize the cost and the time and the intentionality if we expect there to be growth and change. And so the question is, well, can't a friend just help with that? Sure. But what if you and your friend have different goals and objectives? What if you have different outcomes that you want to engage? Checking in does matter and it can be so helpful, but friends are often far more gentle than what true accountability actually needs. And that's a good thing. We need our friends to be gentle with us and walk with us towards change and to be our applause when we can't applause for ourselves. But I also tend to take things more personally if it's criticism or critiques coming from a friend. And that's why I pay people in my life to give me macro perspective because I'm hiring them literally to be the eyes on my life and tell me where I'm messing up or where I'm too soft or where I need to toughen up. That's what they're invited in to do. And because I'm paying for it and I'm prioritizing it with my time, there is ample growth happening in these areas. I pay my therapist every session because it matters to me that I am well with my mental health and with my emotional health. I have a lifting coach that I pay every month because I want to get better at physique and physicality and physical strength because for me, that's an access point for actually dealing with some of my emotional stuff as well as working towards physical goals. I have my gym membership in addition to my lifting coach every month because I need accountability to show up to certain classes because I have a different objective for attending classes too. And so where we put our money, we tend to put our efforts. And also where we put our money tends to reflect on what our values actually are. And that's why I ask what's going on behind closed doors because what we're living out there is representative of what our values are. And if you don't like what you're seeing there, it's time to invite in some accountability. If you want to truly make long-term change, no one can stop you. But you're more likely to engage the process long-term if there's someone in your corner giving tips, giving guidance, giving support, giving affirmations, but especially giving tough love. There also has to be metrics that we keep ourselves accountable to. The metrics in and of themselves can be very helpful, but voicing intention out loud to someone else is a powerful way to hold ourselves accountable. So one of the things I've been working on, and I've shared it here in the podcast, I share it especially over on Instagram as I'm reaching certain benchmarks in the writing process. One of the goals is by end of March to have my book written and then send it out for editing. The problem is over the last couple months, I find that I'm prioritizing other things differently. And I find myself gently kicking the can down the road because, hey, I have until the end of March. But I keep putting out my intentions and now I have to hold myself to it because the end of March is a mere five weeks away at this point. So I've sketched out a plan and I have right around 25 to 30,000 words left to write over the next 35 days. The fact that I'm falling short says to me not that my goal is unrealistic, but accountability is not in play right now. And so I'm going to change that. And I'm going to have to change it in a way that it's going to have to hurt if I don't follow through on it. Because what I want to be true about my life is I want to be a published author. And I want to live at the intersection of education and mental health. And one of the ways to do that is to 
publish. So over this weekend, I reached out to a friend and I asked if they could help hold me accountable for about 5,000 words a week, because if I want to get done by end of March, that's what I'm going to have to do. Now there's some flexibility there. I could ask them to hold me accountable for writing 5,000 words by the end of the week. And that's actually hopefully where we're going to start. So if I don't write 5,000 words each week, then I'm going to have to give them $10. But then I thought about that and I thought, you know what? $10 actually isn't all that much, at least for causing me enough pain to get me motivated. So what if at the end of the week, if I don't have 5,000 words written, I have to give them $50. And you know what? If that actually doesn't work over the next couple weeks, then I'm going to have to up the ante. And I'm going to say, okay, if I don't get my 5,000 words done, I'm going to have to give them $100 at the end of each week because I'm not doing what I said I would do. And it has to be painful enough that I force myself into action. One of the backup plans is if I don't follow through on the 5,000 words, then we're going to shift the plan and we're going to say, okay, a thousand words a day, five days a week. And if I come to the end of the week and that hasn't happened, every day I didn't write cost me $50 or every day I didn't write cost me a thousand dollars. Oh, nope, not a thousand. Every day I didn't write though cost me a hundred dollars. But the point is it has to be painful. Someone has to hold me accountable to it or I'm probably not going to do what I've set out to do here. And that's where growth happens. When accountability holds us responsible for showing up, I have to make it hurt. I have to engage other people because I know that I believe my own lies. I know that I could talk myself out of doing things that I want to be true about my life. I know that I could take it easy on myself and chalk it up to, hey, that's life. Or sometimes we don't get our stuff done. I don't want that to be true about my life. And so I'm going to pull in people who help hold me accountable because I do believe it's the number one thing that will hold us to task and help us walk into our potential. I do like the idea of flexibility. So one of the things that I do each week is I have three workouts of lifting and three workouts of uh, gym training. And at the gym, we do high intensity interval training or we do Tabata. And it's, it's just really good for overall conditioning. I choose to engage working out six days a week. What that does is it gives me one day of flexibility. So if on a Monday morning, I decide I don't want to work out, not a big deal. But when I don't work out on Monday, I've just committed the next six days to working out. And so that's where we say the pain has to happen. I do not lay in bed and think about, oh, do I want to work out or do I not want to work out? I lay in bed and think, nope, got to get up now because otherwise I'm going to have to pay for it on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday when I might actually need the break. And so I encourage you set up a system in all different areas of your life where you are responsible for follow through or there's a cost involved. If you expect change and you expect to step into your purpose and calling, accountability is one of the most important measures because we cut corners. We give ourselves out. We can convince ourselves of anything. So you need eyes on your life that aren't going to fall for our BS, frankly. And the goal is to commit to the process of accountability. One of the biggest tensions to me for health and wellness is the philosophy that if we're not sick, then we're well. And that's just not accurate. If we're not sick, then we're not sick. It doesn't mean we're doing intentional things that walk us towards wellness. And if we want to intentionally walk towards wellness in our finances, in our relationships, in our emotional health, in our spiritual health, in our physical health, etc. If we actually want to walk towards wellness, we're going to have to do new inputs. And those new inputs often are going to need an accountability factor worked into it, or we're probably not going to follow through. I want to be walking towards wellness, especially in good seasons, because I know that there will be tough times where my skills and resources that I've built today will become protective factors for 
some of the crises I may experience down the road. And that's why I'm so intentional about surrounding myself with people and frankly, hiring and paying people to keep me on track and to hold me responsible for the goals to which I'm committing. And I encourage you, if you have something that you want to do and you want to execute well and you want to execute it on a feasible timeline, have someone hold your feet to the fire. It is a beautiful thing to say, I don't have all the answers and I need help. That's where healing happens. That's where health happens. And that's where I'd like you to consider over this next couple weeks, what do you want to be true and who do you want to involve? Because their involvement could be the difference between you experiencing success or less than success. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.